life coach for mums, recovering people pleaser and the host of the Not Perfect But Thriving podcast. We all know that life's not perfect, that we're not perfect, but I believe so strongly that we still can and deserve to be thriving. We cover everything to do with people pleasing, perfectionism and other motherhood topics, especially those related to releasing the things that are holding us back and rediscovering ourselves so that we can live life feeling confident, fulfilled and truly alive can't wait for you to join me for another episode and make sure you subscribe so you're always up to date. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I've been thinking all week about this topic and that's why I want to talk about it to go a little bit deeper than kind of what I've been uh, sharing in Instagram captions and things like that. So I've been thinking a lot about how much we tend to believe that people-pleasing is just a part of our personality. And the reason I want to talk about it is because I think it is one of the biggest myths that keeps people stuck because we don't see people-pleasing as something that we can change when we think of it as just uh, an inherent kind of part of our personality. It's kind of part of our identity, who we are, the way that we are, and so we don't think that that's something we can change. The same that, I don't know, I wouldn't change the shape of my feet or something because I believe that that's just how my feet are. (laughs) Um, And so in the same way, yeah, it's like when we think that it's inherent, then we, we kind of don't have that belief that there's anything we can do about it and therefore that's what keep us you know keeps us stuck I think that so many of us have actually spent like a lifetime being told who we are and what we're like we've probably heard that we're nice kind helpful empathetic people over and over again and we have a clear idea of what that means and what it doesn't um which is why we expend so much of our time and energy on trying to be enough, on trying to be what we see to be a good person. And it's been really interesting for me thinking about this actually, because I've also been thinking about my little boy and I've noticed that when we have, for example, have a play date uh, and we've got a few friends over and their children are playing with the same toys that, you know, belong to my little one. And if if, um, one of the other children wants one of his toys and kind of, if he then gives it to them even though he really wants to play with it so he was playing with it first he really wants it and yet he chooses to give it to the other child and I'm not saying by the way that sharing is not an absolutely essential skill of course it's really important but it's really interesting to me how much praise he will get for that you know I can I can feel myself wanting to really praise him for it and I can also hear my friends saying you know oh that was so kind you gave him the thing and you were actually really wanting to play with it aren't you a a lovely boy or you know things like that and it's really interesting to me to just reflect on how we have probably throughout our lives in those times when we've abandoned ourselves where we were like well I really want this but I'm gonna upset somebody if I insist or I really want to do this but probably this person would prefer if I didn't or those can often be the times when we are the most praised when we are told about how kind we are how empathetic we are how um you know what a lovely boy or girl we are that kind of thing and yeah it's just fascinating isn't it so I've been I've been really thinking about how how I can parent in a way that is yes 
helping him learn the skills of sharing and and you know having fun with his friends all playing with the same toys which is such a tricky thing for toddlers to learn isn't it and at the same time I also want him to learn that certain things are his and they are his and he doesn't have to share them or and I also feel like at the moment he's very much one of those children who is quite likely to just hand something over and so I'm really wanting to also support him to learn that he can stand up for himself and actually you know he is allowed to have a turn before he shares it or he is allowed you know and also that there are certain things that are his that he doesn't need to share that kind of thing and it's just for someone who is recovering from people pleasing I find that a really tricky balance because my I suppose my sort of automatic response is to want to support him in handing that over to the the other child and making sure that nobody is upset and trying to you know I don't know um I guess I guess I also want my my kind of immediate reaction is to really want to praise him for those things too and actually I think he at the moment anyway and this may change you know as I think toddlers are I mean there has been times where he's been the child snatching something off another child it just so happens that at the moment he's much more the child that, that will just be handing things to, to the other kids if he notices that they want it and he's sort of almost a bit afraid of their potential reaction um and so I think at the moment he he's almost needing more of my help to stand his ground sometimes or to communicate actually he's still having a, a go with this you 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 know you can have it in a moment when he's finished with it that kind of thing but it's such a tricky balance because yeah but that's very much related to parenting but I suppose the reason I'm bringing it up is because I can see how in childhood and in you know throughout our life we have probably been praised in those moments where we have abandoned ourselves where we haven't honored our own needs or wishes and so not only have we linked people pleasing with our personality you know I'm a kind person I am a thoughtful person or whatever it is and that's because of these things that I do so we've sort of yeah we've we've not only made it we've not only linked it with our personality our identity we've also linked it with the things that are good about ourselves like being kind that's a good thing and so being kind means this and as a result um it's it's a very tricky kind of uh mess I suppose that we've created in a way where we it's so all so tied up with each other it's hard to untangle but yeah and then as time goes on you know perhaps we become a little bit tired sometimes of not really being truly ourselves of always kind of running ourselves ragged trying to keep everyone else happy and then we start to wonder if there's another way maybe we even sometimes poke our toes outside of our comfort zone you know maybe occasionally we sort of snap and we maybe dare to do something just for ourselves or dare to bring up something that's been bothering us with somebody But when we do that, it feels so incredibly wrong. It feels so stressful. I don't know if you've had this before, you know, in your mind, you know, that is absolutely fine to bring up this thing. Like you kind of know that it's probably a good idea, in fact, to tell, um, for example, your manager that actually you're really busy and you would have to shift your priorities in a certain way to be able to take on this extra thing that they've asked you to do at the last minute. Or you know that it's absolutely fine to say to your friend, actually I'm really exhausted this week I know we were going to go out but how would you feel about having a night in together I would still love to see you but I'm feeling really exhausted all of those things are fine but at the same time they feel to us like we're being difficult like we're being needy we're being um we're being a burden on other people and so we can that can be so difficult it feels like 
I don't know, maybe you feel it in your gut, your heart, your chest, wherever you feel it. And then we we feel like it's wrong because it's so stressful. It can't be possibly be right. It feels so awful that this can't be the right thing to do. And sometimes we mistake it actually with our intuition that we 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 yeah we think that that gut feeling that's coming up that's saying oh that's this is really uncomfortable we can mistake that for our intuition and saying ah maybe this is the wrong thing to do maybe actually the right thing to do is to go along with what they had originally planned because maybe that's how I'm a good friend by honoring our original plans and just getting through them and I just want to tell you in case that is confusing for you that feeling that tells you that it would be really wrong maybe to say no or to change plans or to bring up a difficult topic that's you know something that's been upsetting you but that you haven't brought up to the other person that feeling that says that that would be wrong to do is actually just based on the years and decades of messages that you've received and the beliefs that you've created around what it means to be a good person a worthy person but those beliefs aren't true and I think yeah we what can happen then is we try and do that thing perhaps we either we don't even try because it's too stressful and even just the thought of it makes it feel totally you know it's so to it feels so totally wrong that we decide not to do it not to bring up that topic and just swallow it down and carry on like usual or sometimes we do like I say poke our toes just over the comfort zone and give it a try and it doesn't go very well, it's stressful, it's maybe we don't get a very good response. And so that just kind of gives us that proof of, well, that's obviously just not the life that I'm made for, you know, we're obviously just too nice, too caring, we're just not destined for anything else. That, And that's where, that's why I feel like that's a belief that can keep us so stuck, because, yeah, we just decide that this must just be how life is. And I just wish I'd known sooner that that is just not true. People-pleasing is absolutely not inherently part of our personality there might be some traits um that naturally maybe make us a little bit more susceptible to it but at its core people pleasing is really a learned behavior and anything that we've learned means we can unlearn and learn something new and that's really my key message today that change is possible it's absolutely possible to unlearn people pleasing and to learn new skills new patterns new habits and I just think that's amazing because as soon as I understood that and as soon as I understood how and what I could do to start unlearning that's when the changes started to happen and that's why I'm so passionate about this topic but two little well I suppose my main if if you feel like you're just completely stuck in this where you you know perhaps like like with the example earlier you do want to say no to to somebody um but it just feels so uncomfortable I would say that the best thing you can do to begin with is just to always buy yourself time just get into the habit of using like a holding response like oh thank you for asking me let me think about that and I'll let you know as soon as I can or you know obviously that phrase will be a bit different depending on whether it's your manager you're talking to your friend and what the situation is but just really buying yourself time if in your head it's just such a muddle of feeling like 
oh, you you want to do it, you don't want to do it. There's like this muddle that you, you can't even really untangle in that moment because you don't quite know where it's coming from, what what of it is your intuition that's telling you actually I'm really exhausted, I need a rest and what of it is, is maybe obligation you feel towards your work or your family or your friend and what of it, you know, is that's really hard for anybody to untangle sometimes but let alone when our main focus is the other person and not wanting to upset and wanting to be seen as a good person. So yeah, the best thing is if we can buy ourselves time, then that gives us a moment to actually go and ground ourselves and really check in with ourselves, you know, the logistics of what we've been asked to do, how practical it is, our physical capacity, emotional capacity, our values and needs and just anything that's relevant. We can check in with all of those things and then make a decision based on that and also give us the time to consider because these things are really hard and we you know you might not have the perfect words to decline that invitation or to say that thing that needs to be said and so we can then also work on how we're going to respond in a way that feels good and that feels manageable to us and then if necessary say a loving but firm no so that's that's really the my number one tip for if you're feeling really stuck with this at the moment and then also just a quick reminder that you can download in the show notes you can download my free tapping for people pleasing video which might be just what you need if you're at the start of this journey so i hope that that was useful and i hope you have a really beautiful rest of your day and an amazing rest of your week for listening today I really hope you enjoyed this episode if you did it would be amazing if you could rate review and subscribe to the podcast to help others find it and make sure that you don't miss any of the new episodes being added each week hope to see you back for the next one